0: Today on Motors, Chris is going to show you how to rebuild the top end of our Chevy small block. Presented by Amp Research.
1: In the previous episodes of our Junkyard Engine Rebuild series, we showed you how to tear down a Chevy 350 small block engine all the way down the block. We took that block to a machine shop and got it cleaned up. We showed you how to rebuild the bottom end using products from Molly Motorsports and Eagle Specialty Products, and now it's time to assemble the top end. Now our old cam was completely thrashed, plus we wanted to upgrade to a newer system, so Crower hooked us up with a new cam and roller lifter system. The other parts we're going to show you how to install are the intake manifold and heads from Dart, the oil pump assembly, new push rods, rocker arms, the timing chain assembly, and all the hardware and gaskets you need to put it all together. Now to rebuild the top end of your Chevy small block engine, you're gonna need a camshaft installation tool, some motor oil, and some copper spray gasket.
0: We're also gonna need a half-inch box wrench, various ratchets and extensions, a 36mm socket, and some basic size ones too. We need some assembly lube, RTV, a torque wrench, a dead blow hammer, some gloves, and those safety glasses.
1: Also on the top of that intake manifold there's a couple of bolts that are really hard to get to, so having one of these swivel sockets is what you need. The first thing we'll be installing on our small block is our new cam from Crower. Now to make that go a lot easier, we have one of these cam installation tools that mounts onto the front of our camshaft. That gives us a handle to keep this level while we're inserting it into the block. But before we install that, we're going to take some of our assembly lube and coat the bearing surfaces and cam lobes. <laughs> Insert the cam carefully and slowly so that you don't nick any of the bearings. With our camshaft installed, we can move on to our timing chain and our sprockets. We're going to start by installing our crank sprocket using a large diameter socket as well as a rubber mallet and then move on to our cam sprocket and timing chain. The crank sprocket has three keyways for different valve timing. Each is marked with a matching symbol that lines up with the mark on the cam sprocket. The circle is for straight up, which is the one we're going to use based on the chain and cam manufacturer specification. The triangle is for advanced, and the square is for retarded cam timing. Your keyway selection affects the performance, and if done incorrectly, it can damage your motor. Using your cam sprocket for reference, be sure that both of your sprockets are lined up properly. With your number one piston at top dead center, install your cam sprocket and then turn it until these marks line up. Then without turning it at all, remove your sprocket and then install your timing chain. Then torque those bolts down to 20 foot-pounds. Cam timing changes the timing between the valves opening and closing in relation to the piston's top dead center. Now if we're building a high horsepower motor, the cam timing can be altered for better performance. Since we already upgraded our cam and lifters, we also decided to upgrade our cylinder heads. So Dart hooked us up with a pair of their Iron Eagle Cast Iron 72cc cylinder heads. They provide better performance out of the box due to the increased valve diameter and better airflow. Now it comes with all the hardware that you need, including the rocker arm studs and the guide plates. But before we install these studs, we need to drop them in some motor oil. Add your guide plate and your studs and then torque it down to 45 foot-pounds. With our camshaft installed and our timing chain on, we can move on to the top end of our engine, starting with these new heads from Dart. Now, they provided these ready-to-go gaskets which just pop into place. We'll put our head on top of that and then torque down the 17 head bolts in a specific order. After cleaning the mating surfaces of both our heads and our block to make sure we don't have any debris, grease, or adhesives left on there from tape, we can go ahead and put on our head gasket. Now, you can put the head on by yourself, but since we're using these heavy cast iron heads, it's a good idea to have a buddy help you out. Now, to keep the head from slipping off, go ahead and start one of the head bolts. There are three different lengths of head bolts. You've got seven of the long ones that go along the top, you've got two of the medium length ones that go on the ends of the head, and you've got eight of these shorter ones that go on the outside. Each bolt needs one of the supplied washers, and you wanna dip this in some motor oil before you put them in. Adding motor oil to the bolts helps reduce friction, giving you a more accurate torque. We're going to run down all 17 of our head bolts using a half inch socket and an extension. And when we're all done, we're going to torque them all down to 70 foot-pounds in a specific order. So when we get to that point, we're going to show you that pattern. Now there's a very specific order in which you need to torque down your 17 head bolts. Now DART provides this information with their installation instructions right here, but it's the same for all small-block Chevys no matter which head you use. So we're going to take our Craftsman torque wrench and our half-inch socket and torque them all down to 70 foot-pounds in that specific order. We've torqued down all of our head bolts twice to 70 foot-pounds. Now repeat this entire process on the other side to install your other head. Now we come back from our break, we're going to show you how to install the lifters, the push rods, and the rocker arms. Hey welcome back. Now we've got both of our heads installed, I can show you how to install the Crowler roller lifters, as well as the push rods and the rocker arms. (laughs) Evenly apply some molly lube to each lifter. Drop your two push rods in. Now we previously showed you how to torque down the guide plates, but when we went to install the push rods, we found that they were out of alignment. We needed to readjust them. Drop your rocker arm into place, put some molly lube on the rocker ball, drop that down inside, then take the nut and just hand tighten this for now. We're all done. We'll make some measurements snug them good. Install the nut and tighten it down until that stud starts to poke through. Now once we're done with all the rocker arms, we'll make some final adjustments. With all of our rocker arms installed, we're going to hold off on making our final valve lash adjustments until we've installed our harmonic balancer, which is going to make it a whole lot easier to turn that crank. But for now, let's go ahead and install our new intake manifold from Dart. To prepare our small block for the installation of our new intake manifold, we first clean the mating surfaces of both of our heads. Now to prepare our gasket, we sprayed the head side of it with copper spray gasket. This is not only going to keep it in place for when we install the intake manifold, but it's also going to create a nice seal between the gasket and the head. Before we install our intake manifold, we want to cover up this oil pressure port on the back of our block with some tape to make sure that we don't get any sealant in there. With our intake manifold gaskets in place and our oil pressure port taped up, we can finally get to the installation of our dart intake manifold. Now we're going to start by creating a gasket on both ends of our lifter valley just using some RTV. Then we're going to secure it down using these 12 intake manifold bolts using a Craftsman ratchet. When we're all done. We're going to torque them down to 20 foot-pounds. Now, Just like our heads, there's a specific pattern in which we want to torque those down. So when we get to that point, we'll show you how to do it. Take your RTV and run a quarter inch bead from gasket to gasket. Now you want to let that sit for about five to ten minutes to develop a light skin. With all of our intake manifold bolts snug down by hand, we can now take our Craftsman torque wrench and torque them all down to 20 foot pounds, starting with a crisscross pattern in the center and working our way out. Now, due to the design of this intake manifold, we need to use a swivel adapter for these ones in the center. Now, all these parts would seize up if we didn't have proper lubrication, so we're going to install our oil pump next. Now we've got our oil pickup already installed as well as the drive shaft. so all we've got to do is drop it in and then torque down the bolt to 70 foot-pounds.
0: Parts, brought to you by Craftsman at Sears.
1: You see us using them all the time on our show. And if you've been following along with our Chevy Small Block Engine Rebuild Series, you know that we use them in every single episode. Now of course you don't have to be rebuilding an engine to justify getting one, because just about every single bolt on your vehicle has some sort of torque specification. Now as much as we all love to tear things apart, eventually we have to put them back together correctly. And that's why a torque wrench is a critical tool for your toolbox. Now Craftsman makes every kind of torque wrench that you can imagine. We have many of them here in our shop that we use on a regular basis. Half inch drive, 3/8 inch drive, long, short, inch pounds, foot pounds, newton meters, you name it. They even have some we don't have here in our shop, like the old beam-style torque wrench or the brand new Craftsman Digiclick, which combines the digital awesomeness of this bad boy with a traditional click style torque wrench. Now most of them come with a plastic carrying case too. Now take a look at all the options at sears.com tools or stop by your local Sears store and check them out. Are you rebuilding a Chevy small block engine like we are? Well as you already know there's a ton of aftermarket products available for them. It's just crazy and air cleaners are no exception. It's that one finishing touch that everyone you show your rebuild engine to will notice first. So you want to make sure that you look at all of your options before settling down on one. Now take this one for example. It's Holley's power charger air cleaner assembly. Not only does it look cool, but it's also functional and practical. Originally designed and produced by Wyan before the company was purchased by Hawley, this 64-280 is ideal on applications where hood clearance is at a minimum. It will clear just about any hood, even with a high-rise intake manifold, or engine blocks with a higher deck height. These die-cast aluminum air cleaners have a highly polished finish and include the red filter elements and hold-down screws. Now, if the red filters aren't your style, Holly offers PowerShot air filters, which is part number 90633 in blue, and they run about 20 bucks each. Now, this air cleaner fits most four barrel carbs without the need for an adapter. It has a dropped base style, and the rectangular shape is unique, measuring 18 and a half inches long by seven inches wide. Now, for more information, just visit the parts page at our website. If you haven't yet improved the handling and performance of your vehicle's suspension, you need to and it's not as expensive or as difficult as you think. I'm talking about sway bars like these Helwig bars right here for a Ford F-150 Lightning. Now I've got them on my F-150 too, and every time I turn a corner or need to swerve out of the way from something in the road, I thank Helwig products. Engineered specifically for the Ford Lightning, these are heat treated and hot formed for extra strength and durability. A sway bar's reduce body roll give you better vehicle control, improve cornering transaction for safer driving, and make your vehicle much more fun to drive. Helwig manufactures each bar specifically for each vehicle with high-quality 4140 chromoly steel and high-tech polyurethane bushings are easy to bolt on with simple craftsman hand tools and come with a lifetime warranty. Now to see how easy it is to install them on a Mustang or an F-150 just check out our two previous episodes at our website. So whether your vehicle's suspension is stock lifted or lowered, you need to pick up a set of Helwig Sway Bars. They're available for most cars, trucks, and SUVs. Now for more information, visit the parts page at our website.
0: Letters, brought to you by E3 Spark Plugs, Born to burn.
1: Now before we get to our letters I want you to do me a huge favor. Write down our Facebook page and our Twitter address and when you're done watching this episode go check it out and follow us. We've got all sorts of exclusive content, videos and photos and all sorts of stuff that you won't see anywhere else. And also check out our website. Every month we're giving away a free car cover from Covercraft and Catskin, and here's a look at one of our recent Rides winners. Now that could be your Motors branded car cover. Now all you gotta do is visit our website and click on the parts button. Now our first letter comes from Adrian. He says, Hey Chris, great small block rebuild. I was wondering how long that orange dupli paint would last on the block. It looks great, thinking of trying it on mine. But we actually got a lot of questions after that episode aired because that dupli-color engine enamel looks so good on our small block. Now as long as you clean the surface and make sure it's free of grease and other liquids, it'll last for a very long time as long as you don't put any harsh chemicals or degreasers on it. Hayden wrote us and said, Hey Chris, I really love the show. It's super helpful to actually see things done step by step. You've helped me a lot, but one place I'm still afraid to go is the transmission. Are you planning on doing any episodes about the mysterious transmission? We actually are. I mean, We're finishing up our small block 350 right now. We're also working on another project vehicle, an 87 Mustang, where we're doing a complete overhaul on that thing with an engine swap. Now, one of the things that we've got to do on both of these is a transmission. So if you keep on watching, we'll probably end up doing two for you. And finally, a guy by the name of Pat El Toro Bravo writes and says, The new blue shirt just really rocks and I was looking for it in the store but I couldn't find it. I'd be proud to wear one with the Motors logo on it. I hope I'm not the only one. Keep on going and keep up the great job, Chris. Well, Pat, you're definitely not alone. We get this question all the time and I know I keep telling you guys to keep checking the store because we'll have them at some point and they're not there right now, but they will be soon. We're working with a new apparel company to come up with some new crew shirts. And we'll have some t-shirts that we'll be putting up pretty soon as well. So definitely keep checking back. Now I want to thank Pat and everybody else for sending in your letters. You guys get free E3 spark plugs for your ride. Now to find out if they're available for your ride or to learn more about their awesome Diamond Fire technology, just visit E3SparkPlugs.com. here now at the 2011 SEMA show in Las Vegas and we're once again at the Covercraft booth with Jeff to find out what new product announcement they've got and to find out what else is going on. So Jeff, what exciting new products do you have this year?
0: Well this year we're introducing a seat heater, a seat heating kit uh-huh. that's an aftermarket uh, heater for applications that don't already have heated seats. Uh, it's easy to install with a quick release buckle underneath, uh, keeps you nice and warm. Mm -hmm. and we recommend that they be used underneath our seat covers,
1: the Seat Savers and Seat Clubs. Okay, now how do you plug that thing in? I see a cigarette lighter adapter over there.
0: Exactly, it plugs right into a cigarette lighter or other outlet that's in the vehicle um, and it has two switches to
1: operate either the seat bottom or the seat back element. Well Jeff, I noticed this year you have some vehicles in your booth. You've got a Jeep JK here with some of your products on it. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us what you've got here?
0: We have several products on the Jeep, uh, most notably the Seat Savers. Mm -hmm. On the front we have our standard poly cotton fabric. But on the rear, we're uh, showcasing the True Timber camo, which is available in five different patterns.
1: Now, we featured your pocket pods on the show before on our Mustang, and I see you've got three of them here on the JK. Tell us a little bit more about these guys. We have a seat back version
0: that can go on the the rear of a front seat. We also have one that's mounted on the rear gate of the Jeep. Well, yeah, we've outfitted this Jeep with uh, a dash mat, the original dash mat. Uh, We also have the floor mats, a LeBron brand front end mask, and one of our UV shields.
1: Now, Jeff, you got your 2011 Ford Mustang here, and you've got a custom logo on here?
0: Yeah, we have a Ford uh, program that allows customers to get a variety of different Ford licensed logos on covers and other items that we manufacture. And what if
1: I've got my own custom design? Is that something you guys can do too, or is it just preset? It's preset, it's okay. set by Ford, yeah. Okay, excellent. Well, let's get this thing off and find out what kind of products Great. you've got inside. Well, this is the Colgan custom bra.
0: It's the original car bra. Very nice fitting, high quality uh, fabrics, two different fabrics available, a standard black vinyl or the carbon fiber. We also have from Colgan the custom mirror bras, which are available in the same fabrics as the mask. Helps to protect the mirrors from bugs, rock chips, different things like that. On the inside, we have the UVS 100 ultraviolet shield to help keep the vehicle cool. We have the seat gloves, which are a seat protector built more for comfort, but also adds a touch of style to the uh, seats in the interior of the vehicle. Also on the Mustang, we have canine covers, which are a full line of protective covers for cars, trucks, SUVs. And they range from a fully universal type cover to a fully custom cover like is in the Mustang.
1: We've got a restraint here on our pooch.
0: Yes, uh, the roadie pet restraint is available in seven sizes, so just about any dog
1: can use this uh, restraint. And he seems to be enjoying it. Yeah,
0: he likes it a lot.
1: Uh, Covercraft's core product, of course, are all of their car covers. So Jeff, tell us a little bit about all these guys you have up on the walls here.
0: Well, car covers are our core business. Uh, We have 13 different fabrics uh, that fit any situation that the customer may need. Uh, Our Weather Shield HP is our premier outdoor fabric. Excellent UV protection and helps in in, uh, wet situations, rain, snow, Mm -hmm. and one thing that's very uh, important is that it's breathable, which all car covers should be. It's available in nine colors also. Dust Stop is our premier indoor cover, uh, strictly for someone that's keeping a garaged vehicle but wants to keep dust off of it. Evolution is our most popular all-weather fabric, Uh, it's been around for many years and most people are familiar with the name. Fantastic UV protection, it's a layered fabric so it's soft but also provides a small level of ding protection. It's good for all weather conditions. We also have the Form Fit fabric which is indoor protection only. That's That's that one we just pulled off the Mustang. Right, that was on the Mustang. It's a polyester knit uh, with spandex material, so it's very form-hugging. Most collectors like it because it does show off the lines of the vehicle while it's on. One of our other popular and newer fabrics is the It provides lightweight sun protection. The silver color UV reflective finish is really
1: the main feature of this, and it Mm -hmm. does help protect Actually, get sun damage. Well, Jeff, thank you for showing us all of Covercraft's products here at the SEMA show. It looks like Covercraft's got all aspects of vehicle protection covered from inside and out. Now, not about you, but I think we should fire up our JK and hit the strip. Let's go. All right. Oh, jeez. Holy shit. From our Crower cam and lifters all the way up to our new dart heads and intake manifold, the top end of our Chevy small block is complete. Now, you may have noticed we don't have our valve covers on yet. That's because we're waiting to install our timing chain cover and harmonic balancer so we can adjust our rocker arms. Now, in our next episode, we're going to show you how to install everything else from the oil pan, the headers, the carburetor, and ignition system. And as always, we'd like to thank Molly Motorsports and Eagle Specialty Products for their help with this build. Now, for more information on all the tools and parts we use in this episode, just head on over to our website. We'll catch you next time on Motors. Crows, please be quiet.
0: Chris is going to show you how to rebuild the top end of our Chevy small block. No, he's not. Today, Chris is not going to show you anything. Olivia's going to be taking over.
1: Yeah, do it.
0: What is this, copper spray gas? Who needs this? Who
1: needs all that? Let's
0: get the real tools in the picture. Let's get
1: to the shiny chrome stuff.
0: We're also going to need a half-inch box wrench, various ratchets and extensions.
1: And you're going to need one of these swivel sockets as well on the, uh, the top of the intake manifold. Swivel, swivel. Swivel, swivel, swivel.
0: You notice all your tools are gold and mine are silver. <laughs>